Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of The Venture Out. The best way to start the morning, go sign up at theventureout.com. And I'm Bo. The adverb is not your friend. <laughs> you can't trust those adverbs. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Stephen King. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very. I heard I was told uh, in English class to not use very, very much. Wait, damn. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. And we should first start off by saying uh, and announcing the patreon.com slash junto show link. This is where you can give us some patronage. I just missed. Patronage. Patronage. Thank you. Yes. Um, if you enjoy our show, we uh, would uh, greatly appreciate it, and it will help uh, go fund towards our uh, cool soundboard and other <laughs> cool devices we want to get to enhance the quality of this show. And if you don't like it and you donate, we really appreciate that, because what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite listeners. <laughs> yeah, right? This guy's selfless. All right, so the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Mm. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. <laughs> that is a good radio voice. You know, if, if I really want to, I can turn it on. <clears throat> In a world <laughs> where the Junto show. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can do my radio voice. Why, hello there. <laughs> this is uh, this is Radio 101.4. <laughs> That's pretty good, That's pretty man. Good. That's pretty good. My mom used to do radio, and oh, like yeah. it's so funny to like hear her on the radio because she's got a, a good voice or whatever. But then when she's like is performing, like, her <laughs> <laughs> like she she just really enunciates more. Yeah. yeah, like her voice was like a she she like clearly put on like a radio voice. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a radio thing too. It's in the blood. <laughs> uh oh. How did I not just think of that? <laughs> all right. Uh, woo. All right. So it, today is what is today, gang? Uh, it June thirtieth. It's it's any day we want it to be. It's a little bit after June thirtieth because I need to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like, and today is June fifteenth. <laughs> Happy Fourth of July! This is our Fourth of July hey. episode. <laughs> Happy birthday! I have America. no special content. Uh, okay, and, and, oh, this is all garbage. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going to get things started here with our first segment: hot take news. Hot take news, my favorite. Yep. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. Well, I appreciate that, Johnny, because we all know it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, I talk a lot here about all the, the coming surveillance apocalypse and uh, what we like to call Minority Report to D-Day. It's like okay. Doomsday Clock is getting closer, <laughs> man. But, okay, so I, I read an article. Here comes Skynet. Yes, thank you. Ah, I think Skynet's an actual thing. I think Probably. so, too. Why would they name the company Skynet? Well, they actually, they named the company Cyberdyne. <laughs> and then they created Skynet. Like a real company? It's a, I think it's a guy that really liked Terminator. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's a Japanese company. Really? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, hey, at, least, at least he's telling us. You know, so like when he when he's, he's like, I named it Skynet. And then like five years. And like, okay. <laughs> How much ro- more obvious can I make it? Guys? <laughs> like, I just it. like want to make the robot apocalypse. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every chance. <laughs> all right. The day I see Arnold Schwarzenegger visiting that. Uh, Who? that <laughs> you, you go Just to edit that out, would you? I've it, had a couple of drinks yeah. by now. It would be funny if, like nowadays, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger walking into a wine bar naked, and some hipsters like, "Oh goodness!" <laughs> and he punches him, and he walks out in this really tight flannel, <laughs> <laughs> and then he rides away on a bike <laughs> or an electric scooter. <laughs> I've come to save you. No, you can't kill him. The first oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he was in the, the biker bar. Oh, that was a... Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the second one you did the biker bar too, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> Do you have any craft beer? <laughs> Come with me if you want to have a sculpted mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
out of control. All right. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> hey, maybe a surveillance state is actually effective in addressing crime. Yep. <laughs> True. So I read. I don't know, maybe I read an article in the, the New York Times. It said that uh, Chicago has built up a surveillance state to rival London's. In thirteen of its 20, 22 police stations, so you can get which, guess uh, which eight. What's it? Eight. Nine. <laughs> Nine precincts they uh, decided to, that didn't need uh, lots of surveillance. They uh, have up to 30,000 cameras all over the city of Chicago. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> Do you really think that? Yeah. That's ridiculous. All right. So the uh, the article states that crime is way down in Chicago. And they try, you know. And that's why I'm a fan of it. Try to make the link between all of the surveillance that they're doing and that. I don't know. There probably there probably is a really strong link between extra surveillance and lowering crime. Mm, I think that what you... If there is one, it's probably that people who would have committed multiple crimes, like once you can monitor a whole neighborhood and then catch people or whatever, yeah. then that person won't commit a second crime. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, probably, not gonna pre- it's not going to prevent the first crime, though. I think we should stop calling surveillance. I think that's a negative connotation now. What do you want to call it, Johnny? Um, Looking at you. Vo- voyeur camerism? That sounds worse. <laughs> that sounds way worse. <laughs> well, I mean, if you told, told me about the one and not the other, because uh, I'd be... Last of you yeah. all about it. <laughs> Like go on. Called peeping policemen. <laughs> the city of Chicago has the highest number of voyeur cameras. <laughs> but I, I was in New Orleans recently, and they had a bunch of cameras on the streets out there too. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, the article states crime is way down. Also, I think there's a big trend in the states generally that crime is down, and they're not like putting cameras everywhere. So I don't know. It could be whatever's doing that other so, thing. So in the mm-hmm. privacy of our own home, we should have full control over what can be seen, what can be hacked. You know, hacked. Yeah, like our, our laptops, what Edward Snowden showed us, like our laptop cameras can be hacked. But we don't have control. I don't, what do you mean control? No, 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 I'm control saying that, what can be hacked. I'm saying that's the stuff I would be angry about. Like, hey, oh. we like should not someone, allow yes. anything like that. If it's in the privacy of my own home, I should have full privacy. But as soon as I step outside and start driving my car and start walking to the grocery stores and the malls, and they have cameras all over the place, all right. That's because it's a public space. Public space. But we've seen this movie. Like you've, you, we know what happens when they have blanket surveillance over everybody, and and what happens with that? Yeah. Everybody gets caught. So, so tell me, what's the difference between? Um, it's bad. <laughs> one policeman with fifty cameras and fifty policemen. One policeman with fifty cameras and fifty policemen. Yeah. Uh, cameras are recording all day, every day, and fifty policemen can only see what they can see. And, and, and what's wrong with that, though? Like, why I'm just trying to think. I don't think there's a difference. I'm just, just, I'm just trying. But to why not have 50 cameras out there? If you're outside in public space, then you should not be doing anything that. Because I don't want to have a government like you have a Fourth Amendment right to uh, un to, to be protected from undue searches and seizures. Unreasonable. Un, un, thank you. Unreasonable. Thank you, Bo. Yes. And, and so and that's seizures. that's the arguing point. What is reasonable? What is not? Yes. And so being monitored all day, every day, strikes t- to my eye. Is an unreasonable infra- infraction onto my privacy rights. Hey, again, even in so public space. The word monitor means somebody is monitoring. So if I'm walking mm-hmm. through the mall, yes, monitoring would mean somebody's like watching me walk through the mall. AI. And, and that is not true, I think. A- AI. Who an AI is? An AI is doing it, yeah. Is she hot? <laughs> <laughs> I think she is. She's hot as she's as hot as Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis, uh, Iron Man's uh, the computer in his. Oh, it's, it's just like. Oh, I was thinking of Ask Jeeves. I was like the search engine. <laughs> <laughs> he had a he had a he had a picture. Yeah, so it's like you are. It, it is monitoring <laughs> the pictures. Alfred from Batman. <laughs> yeah, and increasingly, I actually have a, a good pop culture for Batman. Uh, remind me about that. The the they are monitoring you, and they have these things where it's like they're monitoring uh, your affiliations, 
and they're drawing if you hang out with this person and this person is in a gang you are probably in a gang and they're making these inferences that may or may not be true and then assigning you a score yeah and and a probability of committing a crime and doing all these things in the background so when you say oh they're not monitoring it they yes they are yeah i mean i'm just trying to think like it's so there's a level of uncomfortability that you don't really know what you're getting into all this stuff but i don't see it as wholly different than if you just had a bunch of people doing the same thing well i wouldn't want that either yeah like one the only places where they're putting a bunch of cops in the neighborhood are like inner city neighborhoods or whatever you want to call them wink wink and so and so the people who create the laws and are actually like if if they had the same level of policing if there was thirty thousand cameras in like the suburbs like there are in the city people would not go for it but they put these cameras in places where they know that people have little political power and that are unsympathetic uh, plaintiffs or, or, or complainants in these things. And so nobody you know, feels bad about putting 30,000 cameras in Chicago, but they won't do the same thing in, I don't know, Hyde Park or whatever the nice neighborhood in Chicago is. Yeah, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously I don't know. I would I would suspect, I don't know if this is the case, I would suspect that that the neighborhoods that they put them in do have higher crime rates. Yeah, I think that's And so true. it would warrant no matter, you know, if if you think it's racially motivated or not, if it's higher crime, you know, they there is a justification that they should have an extra police presence and security cameras do that at a um a cheaper value, I guess you could say. So uh, I've got a slight tangent to make in this conversation. Okay. Please always. So bear with me here. The problem I have is not because of the um the additional cameras is because of like what you're saying, Lance, these AIs would make all these portfolios. And then once it does get to a human hand to evaluate, oh, hey, and it makes a human judgment on, is this person doing something illegal or not? I feel like the uh, technical capability of that human being will be degraded over time because they'll just take the AI's word over time. Mm. Over a series of years, like, oh, yeah, the AI is always right. Yeah, book them. Okay, book them, Dano. That's what I have a problem with. That's highlighted in the awesome movie Demolition Man. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, it's a great movie. It's twenty fifth anniversary, I think. And once again, Sylvester Stallone is our harbinger of doom. Uh, you mean Wesley Snipes? Well, both, right? What was his name in that movie? Who again? was the hero in the movie? Was it Wesley Snipes? Wesley no, Snipes was Wesley, a hero, right? No, Wesley Snipes well, was a villain. On your perspective. <laughs> oh, I thought he was like an anti-hero. Kind no, no, Wesley Snipes was a villain. Well, so no, Wesley but he was, was a cop. But he was he was a villain, not of his own choice, and his whole entire thing was escaping his uh, mind control. Right? I feel like he actually was comically evil in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he was okay. <laughs> like very flat evil. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah I think okay. he was pretty bad. Yeah, okay. And, and it has Sandra Bullock. I, by I the way. guess I'm. I have a soft spot for villains. So. <laughs> I mean, more power to you. Okay, thanks. What was it? Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> Who brought up Demolition Man? I did. Because <laughs> we want to talk about Taco Bell or something. The, the three shells. The three shells. Because <laughs> yeah. in the future, the cops were becoming so inept with all uh-huh. the technology, it took Sylvester Stallone from the past to come uh, and remind them, say, hey, hey, you, you guys are not doing good detective work anymore. Uncanny. Yeah. <laughs> For a second, <laughs> I thought that, <laughs> that Sly himself. <laughs> Let's hear let me, so, let me do my Sly impression. Hey, I'm here to punch in the face <laughs> and electrocute you with some Taco Bell. Moving on. <laughs> Give me some hot sauce. Please move on. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I actually checked to see if the police or the murder solve rate in Chicago got any better in 2017. And it said it was at, at actually at a near record low. So 
for whatever reason, even though they put all those cameras in, they still weren't solving, solving murders. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Repeat that. The solve rate, which would be the percentage the solve of murders rate. that are solved, okay. was at a near record low for okay. 2017. Okay. So, go figure. Uh, all right, next item. Oh, so <laughs> on a theme here, uh, this this AI can tell who you are by your walk. So I'm I'm a, trying to put everybody yep. on your on your radar. The gate recognition AI. Yep. It's they say this one is 380 times more accurate than previous methods and doesn't require a person to go barefoot in order to work. Mm-hmm. They say it's 100 percent accurate in identifying individuals with an error rate of just 0.7 percent. And I'm no mathematician, but I feel like that means it's 99.3% accurate. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, those two numbers do not match. Look, I'm not Gizmodo. <laughs> All, right. All right, so it says, um, uh, the AI tested uh, a group of imposters to see if the AI could tell when someone was trying to fake another person's gate, uh, which it could. It could tell if you were trying to fake, which I really don't understand how you can tell I'm faking and still tell it's me. Like, what the hell is that? Uh, That's what she said. <laughs> the new system is called SFootBD. Um, <laughs> okay, and uh, so they're talking about rolling it out at uh, airports and things like that, but it hasn't been implemented yet. The thing it needs, though, is that it needs a pressure sensitive like uh, ground or like foot pads to really tell who you are and how you walk or whatever, and uh, also a high definition camera. So that would seem like pretty tough. I'm trying to think of like um, if you're in a an airport, right? Where would they put that? They'd probably put that in the line for TSA. I, you're not really walking in that line, huh? Yeah, no. You're just you just shuffle forward. Like you can't do my gate profile from. Sh- I guess you could. I mean, they'll find it. If, I guess wherever. You, where would they need that? I don't know where people yeah, the entrance this. where <laughs> people are running into the terminal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They can tell. Oh, oh this person's missed his flight five yeah. times. Well, you know what they did in in um for for TSA when I went to China. What they do is they would they would uh, open the door and they would let thirty people in and you'd be in this little roped off area. And then what they'd do is they'd have the their version of TSA walk around with these swabs, and then they would go and they'd kind of like rub you with paper, and they would stick it into like a, a portable gas chromatograph kind of thing. Yeah. And they'd sit there. Too. You what? Yeah. yeah, that happened to me too. Yeah, and so you'd sit there. And like then when they just pick you at random, or they're like, sir, do you mind if I swab I think you? it's like about like maybe a third of the people there. They just kind of go. And then they'd sit there, and then light would go green, and then they'd open it up, and you'd kind of go on to your, your, your place. And they had, instead of like... Uh, kind of having these uh all this technology they just have like this woman that would kind of like rub you down or something like that go on <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd she'd be like okay get out of here I, so, I, so and that was and it was actually so, pretty quick and, and i think and that's quicker than me doing the thing at tsa so. i think that system makes a little more sense too because they yeah. get you right before you walk in the building yeah so instead of instead of actually inside the building when they finally find you it's too late. Yeah. You know? and, and Wait, so they did that outside the airport? It was like at the door entrance to the airport. Oh. And so yeah, that is better. <laughs> you, if you, if you kind of see how they, how they did uh, things at like other countries, you kind of say, like, what the heck are we doing here? Yeah. So. All right. Let's see. What else do I got here? Oh. <clears throat> uh, Stingray and other surveillance devices found near the White House and in embassies in, the, in Washington, D.C. You guys know what Stingray is? No. It's like a... Uh, it's a fish <laughs> that killed the crocodile guy. Oh, man. Oh, oh crikey. Yes. Too soon? Yes. Uh, Too it? soon. How long ago was that? I feel like five, ten years? I used to be a big fan of the Crocodile Hunter, and I was such a fan that I entered a contest, and I got runner-up to go see the Crocodile what? Hunter. What? And I got a DVD and a couple t-shirts. What did you have to do to uh, to enter this yeah, contest? It was just like a sign-up for the Discovery Channel thing. But I'm, I'm pretty sure there was like a 10,000 runner-ups or something. Are you sure you didn't send in like a video about yourself? Oh, and I was like, crikey, I want to be with Steve Irwin, and I want to jump on some emus. 
That's the best impression you did today. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That that's last alone. Okay, so a stingray <laughs> is like a uh, it basically is it's a type of uh spoofing device that can track your cell phone data. I think it acts Oh, was that on the wire? No, it's way after that because okay. they had pagers. I don't think they had cell phones in a wire. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they, they wired so. your okay. payphone. I'm sorry. I, I, everything I know from policing is from the wire. Well, <laughs> and I listen uh, to the Hunter show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this is a concern because, like, uh, one um, Trump keeps the same like old cell phone. He doesn't. I guess you're supposed to trade out your phone every six months or something like that. Uh, yeah, Barack Obama. He had the thing with a BlackBerry that they were like, "Get out of, get rid of your BlackBerry." Yeah, but Trump's just like, "No, I don't want to do that." So they're saying oh. that probably uh, his phone has definitely been hacked, and uh, it's not, yeah, so it's not good. And also, like everything around DC, and so it's I don't know, it's China or Russia, or somebody like hacking into all the power players in DC. Uh, not not good. Yeah, not that, good. that's probably the most common. That's probably really common, actually. Yeah, so be careful out there. And uh, let's go into our last story. <clears throat> Uber is trying to use AI to identify drunk passengers. So basically, they <laughs> just like, not the driver itself. I, yeah, I feel like it should be the yeah. driver that you'd be worried about being drunk. But the, and so the, they were saying that like maybe if they can tell if you're drunk, they'll charge you more for uh, for your ride. Because they can get away with it because you're drunk. <laughs> you know what? I, I paid. I paid uh, a couple years back at Halloween. I paid nine dollars to get downtown to the club and ninety dollars to get back. What? <laughs> because of like surge pricing. And that was some of the best ninety dollars I spent because I had I needed to get home and I was in no position to drive. So they do kind of get get you, but at the same time, like you're safe and you don't get a DUI. Have you heard Uber's new marketing? Yes, it's so stupid. It's so terrible. What is it? It's like Uber reborn or something like that. It's like we look. We know that. We know we're evil, <laughs> but we're trying to do better. Yeah, it's like, look, we know that the first thing you think about when you think of us is being molested in the back of a car <laughs> or being driven into the, the the desert and never seen seen again. But we're a new Uber. We're a new Uber. So come ride with us. Yeah. And we promise you very, very, very low chance of you being kidnapped and sexually assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not too far off of what the commercials are. Uh, so they were saying that, like, they're basically they're, they're in the app. They're tra- Uber, tra- please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your evil dollars. <laughs> I do listen to a lot of like real news podcasts that have that that are running that Uber ad or whatever, which yeah. is funny to me because I'm like, you're <laughs> anyway. So uh, they're, they're, while you have the Uber app uh, open, it's going to start monitoring if you're like pushing the wrong buttons or like typing stuff in wrong, and then it's going to oh, like, it's like really drunk. Yeah, so it's like okay, yeah. it's it's two a.m. This guy is by the clubs and he's pushing the wrong buttons and mistyping stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd hate to, I'd hate to be like a person with cerebral palsy trying to get a ride, and you're like, <laughs> why are you price charging me so much? Yeah, Michael J. Fox was just like, <laughs> so, but why would Uber charge you more if you're drunk? Because people throw up in people's cars and stuff. Yeah, and that's probably where all they, their lawsuits come they, from. They but, haven't which, said they were going to, but like the article was speculating about why yeah. they would why they would want this. But data. charge them when they actually do throw up. Don't like. Well, Uber, Uber used to like uh, pay for you to clean out your car if someone threw up in it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I thought that was kind of like half the charm of Uber. It was like, you know, you're drunk, call Uber. Yeah, I think that's... And you can puke. Uh, well, I don't you know, know about that. I yeah. feel like that's still rude. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel like the one of the major selling points of Uber is that they will come and get, take you home safely. Like, anytime I see like a, a NFL player or like a celebrity getting a DUI or whatever, I'm like, you're rich. You could have like a straight up limo driver. Yeah. At minimum, you could have like an Uber Black or whatever, or whatever they're called, to take you from wherever you are. It's like, Uber White? <laughs> is, it's like a, is, is, what is Uber Black? I've never heard of Uber Black. Fancy Pants Cars, like uh, your your town cars in your black suburban. That's how Uber started, as a Fancy Pants uh, company. Really? Yeah, they they, uh, they bought into Lyft's business model. 
don't know about that. They didn't wait, wait, wait. No, they were started before Lyft, right? Yeah. Oh, so, so, but, so Uber was all about like high end uh, transportation. Oh, I thought it was. I thought Uber was started because it was like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. You want to go to the grocery store? You want to split gas here? Let's have an app that's all split the gas. That's Lyft. That's Lyft. Yeah. I think. I think by the time any of us heard about Uber, they had started being like a like a regular person's car company, probably because they rolled it out to the rest of the country. But when it started in I don't know L.A. or wherever the hell, mm-hmm. it was like only for uh, upscale uh, clientele. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Ooh, ooh. Mm, that's a that's a good Sylvester story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's from Throw Mama from the Train. Oh, <laughs> get, get out of here! All right, and that's the hot take news. Okay, that's how they get you. <laughs> that is how they get you. For all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> uh, we'll be back after this. Hey, welcome back to the Junto Show. I am remain Lance. I remain woke. I remain jokes. I'm Stuart Johnny. And I am Bo. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Bone. Bo. <laughs> you feel powerful? Welcome back to the Captain's Raider Room. Won't you come with me into the Captain's Raider Room where I will then shut wait. the door on you? <laughs> I got. Wait, wait, I think I know what he's supposed to say. Um, engage. No? Okay. I don't know what he's supposed to say. <laughs> Let's step into the captain's waiting room. Okay. So I got a question to pose to you guys today. Mm-hmm. I got an answer. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to have to go do an open house for my rental home. Oh, nice. Right? My tenants are moving out. Um, they've moved on, and they're going to separate and get their own places, whatever. Who knows? I wait for them. The couple broke up? No, it was like three friends that uh, roommated it during college, I believe, and they continue to roommate it after, um, after graduation. Mm-hmm. So they were with my rental home for the last two years, but they told me, "Hey, we're moving out. We're they're all separating and whatnot." Uh, did you put up signs? Nope, no signs. All I did was go onto Zillow dot com and mark my property as available for rent, and boom, the email flood came in. Oh, you got a flood? Oh yeah. Uh, I was worried that without a sign, people wouldn't know to come. I feel no, no. well. Zillow is the new sign. Yeah, yeah. Zillow's pretty good, I guess. Okay, so or so, Trulia. Or well, actually, when you go Zillow.com and activate that, it actually um, plugs into Hot Pads okay. and Trulia. So it does that for you automatically. Oh. Will it do yeah. rentals on, on Zillow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. All it right. does potentials and all this yeah. random stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I got a ton of floods of uh, applicants coming in. So, But before I sway you all and bias you all, how would you select the tenant for your rental home? Are they girls? That's kind of creepy, but uh, I think girls are better tenants. In, in what way? I think uh, they're usually true. cleaner. No, women are filthy. <laughs> filthy, filthy animals. <laughs> Wait, uh, so, some some are some yeah. are like I don't uh, I don't know that I just accept. So I think the, I think they'll so throw the less. ones Lance know are filthy. The filthy, okay, yeah. I mean, so like I used to I used to clean men's restrooms. And you used to clean women's restrooms. Well, I think uh, I've cleaned men's restrooms, women's restrooms. I mean, and they're both disgusting, but. In different ways, so I, I I just don't know that I think I think women will throw less like ragers at at your rental property, mm-hmm. and so like you'll get that, and maybe they'll like uh, I don't know, like get drunk and throw up on, around your place less depending on the age group, <laughs> but um, but, but some women are just <laughs> slobs. <laughs> Not all, obviously, women are beautiful and great and. Uh, the you know the mothers of the earth, just non sloppy ones. Yeah, so, and I don't know how you can tell the difference. So, what other discriminators would you use? 
I don't know if I use that word. Let's see. Income. Yeah. Male, female, uh, student, or working professional. I in, would probably in income level. Uh, yeah, but if your 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 goal is to get the student, if if yeah. I were you, I'd probably either do some like um, uh, what is it called? Like two things, and I don't know if this is something that you would do. I would have. Um, do you have like an automatic payment option for your rent uh, retrieval? I, if you're asking, so I require them to pay me electronically. Yeah. So, so if you, that. if I would say, if you pay consistently like five days before the rent is mm-hmm. due, I would knock off money off the rent, right? So I would make sure that they pay that, and then I would probably charge them a higher. If if they're students, I would charge them a higher uh, uh, security deposit. Mm, oh, deposit. Oh, look, no, you can't, you can't discriminate. You should say whatever my deposit is is my deposit, and then. Like I have seen places that maybe they. But uh, if you if you're if you're going for a student, then yeah, they've raised the uh, the deposit based on the credit r- rating. So like I'm looking for a place now, right? And so the things they said are you got to have, um, what three times the the rent yeah. on your income. So like look at their mm-hmm. pay stubs or whatever, and then um, they said that based on your credit, they will pay charge you more of a deposit. Mm. Yeah. And that, well, that's interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, sure. Well, credit credit is is uh, your risk assessment, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get why they're doing it, but I have generic issues with the system and the man and credit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. I would say no one under twenty four, because if you're looking for a student, you if you get an older student, they're not going to party. They're just going to be there. To, study, to, to yeah. try to study and get a job. Get a grad student. That's what you need. Yeah. Well, if anything, I worry about them actually making payments too. Because if you're a student, you're A, dependent on your parents. Or if you're a grad student, you're dependent on stipends and part-time jobs or wherever it is. Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, certain ones. I mean, just look at the cars. <laughs> like if, if <laughs> some people just, there's a lot of money floating around, man. Like I remember in school, man, people just had yeah. people just had money. I just didn't know where it came from, but they had money. Oh, you can't rent on Zillow. Well, I think it's a really, it's a really hard thing because as a renter, you want to make sure you have tenants that don't destroy your place. Right. And, and I want them there for a the long term. I want them. I, I don't want to worry about this thing every year Yeah. in case the friends break up and they split it up. And, and that's actually another requirement I put on the, on, on the lease, which is it's one lease. You all sign it. So if one of your roommates don't make payment, the other two are liable for it. Yeah. I, I did a place like that. and um, I, I, I always, I never did like that kind of agreement, but as a student, I didn't like that agreement right. because you usually were like almost forced to be with random people in in some of the student housing, and so that always seemed kind of unfair. But if you come together, then that's a that's a yeah. different situation. Yeah. I mean, so I had I signed a lease with my best friend at the time in college, and then that person's life spiraled out of control, and then they dropped out of school, and so I was on the hook for Ooh. yeah for both the rents. So I would like have to like track down her dad to be like, hey, like y'all need to pay this month's rent because uh, this, this uh this wait wait waiter job I have ain't, ain't cutting it, you know. And also, I'm not gonna pay both sides of this rent just because your your daughter's crazy. So so <laughs> uh, so yeah. So like, I mean, the rents do pay the rent, even if it's I don't know. Y'all sign together. Don't sign it if you can't trust this person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the hard thing is like, so I, when I got out of high school, I, I moved in with my best friends into a place and that also turned out poorly. But, oh. uh, what would you, what did you do to discriminate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm telling to, you. To, uh, to hate, <laughs> to spread hate. In the world. 
Can you rephrase that question? Okay. Select. Uh, down, how, how did you down how did you downselect to the right tenants? Or how are you planning to downselect to the right tenants? <laughs> so what is your strategy? So my strategy is tomorrow, open house, nine to eleven AM. Okay. And Okay, that'll weed out a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> weed out the lances of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting up Start at up at seven and go to nine. Yeah. So when I wrote to them in the email, I just said, hey, it's a small time for us to get together and uh, for you to meet me and me to meet you to see what's going on and what the life situation is. Well, I didn't write this all in the email, but this this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. And uh, and I'll just kind of gauge you for who you are when you show up and such, you know? Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. As far as how I'm actually going to make this selection, I'm going to ask them to fill out an online application, mm-hmm. at which point I'll collect their income mm-hmm. and their credit score. And then you do a background uh, check, yeah, which includes the background check too. And is that then, a, is that a service? It, it's a service, yeah. Cops dot com. No, what's a service? I don't know this thing. This is this this is actually interesting. Like, well, if I would be a tenant, yeah. what service would you use? There, there, there are websites for this. I forgot which website I used two years ago when I screened these tenants. Yeah, but it's a thing where is it like a is it like a legit law enforcement thing or is it like some I don't know a private eye or like a generic. Uh, as far as I know, it's just an online service that uh, checks your name and d- it pulls your credit. Like okay. w- when I recall two years ago when I did this, going through the peoples, it uh, did the applicants. It showed like, hey, John Smith has four credit cards. Uh, he's made on-time payments for all four of them. Yeah. Uh, Jane Smith has two credit cards and one of them has been uh, up to date, but one of them has a debt okay. on it. So that's the kind of stuff you see, and it'll say it has no criminal records. Okay, no I was saying, I'm talking about the criminal record. Like, how do you check that? Yeah, I guess. It, I mean, that stuff's public, right? The criminal record should be here. Yeah. yeah. So I guess they just. I don't know. Because I think when they fill out the application, I think they probably have to fill out their social security and everything. She's not giving you all that. Trying to live. Trying to get you. And okay, so you set up this application. Uh, it's an online thing. Uh, you just call them and say, "Go here," and they're kind of like the leasing house for for your your room you're renting or your your place you're renting right yeah i guess so you don't you don't give them like a legal document you didn't go talk to a lawyer and, and draft up some uh legal paperwork and say mm. here you sign this not for the screening process no, no. that's the, the, for the, the actual rental process right yeah so if you wanted to rent my house bo mm-hmm. i would say hey go fill out this house application <laughs> it's, it's the applic- the screening process actually costs you 20 dollars. so this is okay you're taking on the incurred oh you do an application fee it's not my fee it's the online fee yeah. So, but but you take on the risk of hey, you pay the fee, but I mean, I select you at the end. Oh, what you should do is how much is that that service? I don't know, twenty bucks probably. All right, charge them thirty dollars, and then just like get all their like fill, copy all the crap from the form that you'll need to fill it in there, and then like charge them ten dollars extra, and then you fill it in yourself and pocket ten bucks. <laughs> probably also illegal. <laughs> 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 I mean, what you should do is take a bunch of loans from Deutsche Bank, and uh, <laughs> so know. but like. I think the ideal situation here is you always want that old grandma type who's not going to move, <laughs> that just wants to take care of the house. I want to go to, uh, I want to rush for, for um, <laughs> Tri Delta. Gamma, gamma, gamma. <laughs> That's what ga- gamma's going to get on your games. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Ugh, old lady's moving. Like, <laughs> like some old lady needs a house right it's now. It's not going to happen, but. Yep. Like, that's, I mean, she that would be kind of like a sad story to, like, my husband died. And oh. I want to 
and I just want to party my rocks off. <laughs> now I'm finally free of the I'm old fr- bastard. You ever met a man born in the 20s? You know what their beliefs are? <laughs> Goodness. The shackles have been taken off. I am free. You know, you can't get pregnant after a certain age there, young man. <laughs> I wear dentures. That's beside the point, but... Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so there you go. That just kept on going for a while. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, all, that's all you need right there. You're good to go, right? All right, okay. Well, we'll get out of the captain's ready room. I'm, I think we're done with this conversation. <laughs> you really should have labeled that. It's nothing captain-y about that. <laughs> captain, I like that. <laughs> Transfer of data is complete. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey... Welcome back, guys, to the Junta Show. Oh. I'm Johnny. I'm Lance. And I'm Bo. And this is my favorite segment. Oh, you got a favorite? Oh, yeah. Pop culture. Pop is into pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bo, have you seen Killing a Sacred Deer yet? What? What's no, that? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah, I see that, man. I, that? I I watched, I haven't even watched one episode of, um, uh, not the Swiss Family Robinson in Space. What is it? Lost in Space? Yeah, Lost in Space. It's not very it. good, I think. Yeah. I heard it was good. Yeah. I, the production value is high, and yeah. I and I like that, but I got through about three quarters of the show, and I just don't have time to finish it, well, even the first episode. Is it, is it, oh, so you got three quarters of the first episode. Not yeah, three. and it took me like a week. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a good sign. Well, you are watching Westworld, though. That's the only show that I'm like, I'll lose sleep over. Priorities, my friend. Yeah. Priorities. Yeah. Okay, so, so Bo, uh, I think Westworld just ended, if I'm not mistaken. It did. So, what's the verdict? The verdict is it's still the the best show on television. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, maybe that's on right now. That is on right now. It's currently well, it was currently on. It was Game of during yeah, during its uh during its run, it was the best the best show. Uh the only thing though was the last parts of the show. Although I do like the story, I do feel like they could have upped the production on some of the larger fight scenes. That was the only thing. Really? Yeah. I thought. Did you finish it too, Johnny, or no? I did finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful here, because you know. Uh, yeah, no, no, no spoilers yeah. here, but I'd say fantastic show, um, better than the first season. Got more intriguing, uh, more, more uh, deeper on the philosophy, on what it, what it all means. Yeah, and that's that's probably why I like the show that much is yeah. because the f- the philosophy angle of the show mm-hmm. is very heavy. Yeah. Whenever you 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 get to like kind of like the. Like oh, it's just not cowboys and Indians, kind of <laughs> and, and and I think the characters are beautiful too, um, very well acted. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of beautiful, and the execution of the the um, the director must have done to intertwine the storyline together to make it all make sense at the end. You know, that, that's it's deep stuff. Yeah, and every time uh, Anthony Hopkins comes on, I'm like, yeah. Oh, he's back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first Spoilers. season. First season. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Is Tessa Thompson in it much? Uh yeah. which one's Tessa? Yeah, she is. She's the uh the she, black executive. The uh, Charlotte Hale. Yeah, and you got a uh, butt shot. Oh. I mean Spoiler. I don't care for these things. What episode and timestamp? <laughs> no, but that's uh th- yeah. I uh, it was <laughs> that that was the second season I do like, but I think the first season actually was the superior season. Really? Yes. Okay, Johnny. Yeah. Which one do you think is better, first season or second season? Uh, definitely second season. Mm-hmm. By a long more. shot or by a little bit? Uh, by a long shot. Ooh. Very much more action, much more twists and turns. And um, I'd just like to give a shout out to my man, James uh, Marston. 
he played uh, he plays Teddy in the Westworld show, but he <sighs> played Cyclops in the X Men movies, and he played. Uh, um, What's the third thing he's in? The, the <laughs> Thirty Rock uh, Tina Fey love interest. Oh yeah, it was a pilot. Well. Yeah. No, that was Bad Damon. No, no. Well, he had, no. Tina Fey had kept several love interests, right? That's true. He seems really young to be uh, dating. I know, Fey. but I feel like he's an underrated actor. He he did very good in that show. Yeah. I really, I think I personally underrate him. So yeah, and and, and I wish he or, got more bigger roles. You know, well, I mean, Zach was a big deal, but those movies are trashed. So <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big deal if he had. I would say I think that he he has the uh, charisma of a strong second person. Yes, and yeah. that, I think that's been what's holding him back. He's he's not the Matthew McConaughey's. He's like the second tier Matthew McConaughey's. Yeah. yeah. So he's so. literally just. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. Uh, maybe I'll watch Westworld tomorrow. Like, uh, there you go. Uh, 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 you have to, it, it really is, it is something that you have to kind of get into. Yeah. See, I, I was so That's wait, the hard thing. Because I feel like I was watching the last se- first season kind of week by week or whatever, and then mm-hmm. I would totally forget what happened. And it's way too, you got to really, like, remember this thing from, like, minute five of episode yeah, one totally. to like really get it and i was like it's a, it's the same thing here so watching it back to back is definitely a benefit yeah I, I was like waiting for it to be over and i'm like okay i'm gonna like binge this in a day uh okay so that's westworld what else you watching on uh on tv guys what, oh, like, what's I'm, the can't miss tv I'm show right very now? excited about this one show i just caught up on it last night two episodes starring kevin costner word he's on a tv show he's on a tv show called yellowstone oh yeah i think i saw the preview for that or something like that. oh it's good stuff like a, it's like a mini series it's a miniseries, I guess. I have no idea how many episodes he, were in this He thing. does the miniseries thing. He did the Hatfields and McCoys thing, right? Yeah, I like that one, too. That was good. Yeah. Did he do Hatfields and McCoys? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Really? Huh. But, uh, so, yeah, this is a classic um, cowboy and Indians story, but in modern times. Wait. He does that pretty good, actually. He's a pretty good cowboy, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's like modern, like, 2018? Yeah, 2018, right now. Hmm. And um, the characters are fantastic. It really grips me. Um, Where? <laughs> <laughs> in the in the saddle, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, so yeah, great acting again, I believe. Um, the intrigue with the storylines between the Indians and and the Kevin Costner um, family dynasty that he's got going on. Plus, I think the cinematography is actually beautiful too for a TV show where it shows the plains of Montana. Um, just just well shot. Is it a true story? No, I doubt it. Anybody died yet? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Good uh, another thing I'm amazed by is the ease of which I found these episodes for free. So I cut cable a while ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I want to watch Yellowstone. I don't want to buy it, so let's see what happens. Go on, an, uh, go on my Apple TV. It's available on um, Paramount Network app. What is that? Exactly. But <laughs> it's his own network now. So you, yeah. you download the app, you um, open it up, and it has, I think, literally... Seven TV shows and five movies it offers. And one of them was one of the ones you wanted to watch. Yep. One is Yellowstone. And another one is uh, Lip Sync Battle. Vagina <laughs> uh, likes that, though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. And it offered five movies, Expendables, Expendables 2, um, and a couple other movies. No, not the but trilogy. Yeah. Okay. So it's very limited in the selection, but hey, it's free. I'll take it. Okay. Let's see. And on my end, I think maybe last time I talked about it, I finished Thirteen Reasons Why on Netflix. Amazing. The season two, yeah, amazing show. I love it. Okay, um, I finished Ooh. it. You haven't watched it though. You haven't watched it. I saw the first season. You didn't like it. Uh, I mean, I would say it's what it is. It's kind of like a if you were to take the PSA from the nineties, mm-hmm. 
right? You know, those after school specials or something like that that they'd have back then. And then you were like, okay, if if the if the quality of television has increased, then the quality of those after school specials would increase. And so I just kind of attribute it to that. Okay. All right. I like that. Uh, I finished Into the Badlands on Netflix. Um, how, how is that show? <sighs> like, the action is somewhere between it's like it, bad movie great tv show action and the storyline is i don't care and why do you watch <laughs> it then uh, it, it sounds like it's not enough to meet the bar as far as all the awesome quality shows are out there these days it's it, it's not yeah I, I don't think i'm gonna watch the season three on it to be honest it, is it just had a really great premise and just failed to deliver on it it was like kung fu slavery it was basically the, that that sounds like a really good premise. Like for me, because yeah. so I was like, okay, yeah. But then it, and the commercials look great, and, and they really put a good amount of production value yeah. into the fight scenes and and whatever. But it's just overall the product is just like not on par with some of the better TV yeah. shows out there. Right, and now. I really like the premise of the world. So the world yeah, that it was exactly. developed, the premise above it, I thought it was um, it was uh, I like I enjoyed it. Yeah, not, but it just um, didn't come all the way through. And uh, Dear White People on Netflix is probably some of the best television i've ever seen so i don't know I'm, would you guys like it i tell you, you would find it interesting in the in the perspective in it that, it that it gives like uh so i think it's it's well written enough to be universal and you don't have to like necessarily be like a black person or whatever um mm-hmm. I, yeah. although i do think that it's the primary audiences I, I think that's a yeah. fair statement and i think i appreciate it in ways that um the average like non-black viewer might not but at the same time i think that it's such a unique premise and perspective being told that somebody might for like voyeuristic uh, purposes, get yeah. a, an extra kick out of it. Now, is it is it a preachy television show? So does it? So now it says "Dear White People." So I'm guessing it is it is saying "Dear White People." Uh, that's the name. Why do you do this? No, that's the name okay. of the radio show that the the main character has. It's not preachy per se, but it definitely covers like current events and or like it, it's it's got a voice, but it's not yeah. preachy. Would I? Would it? Would it be? If I watch a show and then I disagree with the premise of an episode, would I be a bad person? Mm, depends on from what lens you would disagree with it. But okay. I think that uh, it's not like I, I, I think I think what you get. I think I'll answer what I think you're asking, and I don't. I would say no. Okay. Yeah. No. I think it, I think you should try an episode of it. It's a, it's really really well, well yeah. written. Okay. It's really good. And movie wise. Um, I don't think I've seen a whole lot of stuff. I don't know. Hey, are you guys looking forward to that skyscraper movie with The Rock? Skyscraper um, movie? Yeah. It's basically yeah. like Die Hard, but The Rock is Bruce Willis. Oh, I don't care what the name of the movie is. If it has is a Kevin Hart in it? Yes. No, but I wish they... I think they should all make movies. I think Kevin, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish need to make a million movies, and Kevin Hart and The Rock need to make a million movies. Yes. Like, just do it. Oh, I saw a uh, Hotel... Transylvania? No, <laughs> the one with Jodie Foster and Batista. Uh, Artemis Hotel Artemis Hotel Artemis. How was that? Was it like John Wick? No, 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 no. It was like John Wick too. <laughs> <laughs> I did see um, uh, uh, who's the the big guy in Artemis? Uh, Batista. Batista. Uh, there's a Gears of War movie that could be coming, and he's trying to play the Gears of War guy. He is perfect. He for the is. Gears of War. <laughs> he looks like like the people that made the Gears of War game. They looked at Batista and was like, "That's okay." Okay, wait. So is it a, is like a is it happening or is it like being rumored? I think that he is. Um, uh, what is it saying that he wants to be that role? If they don't cast him as the Gears of War guy, <laughs> yeah. they, they they they're they're bad. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the Rock would be a good one, too, but it'd have to be like a, a much bigger movie with him in it. Well, you don't want the Gears of War guy's smile. <laughs> That's what you don't want. You want you want him to be like, you know, my son was killed by the aliens from under the ground. Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> in <Mom>? the flesh. <laughs> Uh, mom, don't shoot. So, don't uh, shoot, mom. <laughs> Hotel Artemis has a great concept and okay execution. Okay. Um, it's B minus, B minus, C plus. Okay. It's, it's, it's fine. Jodie Foster's looking quite old in that movie. Man, I tell you, so uh, in other pop culture news, uh, Jim Carrey is like being rumored to play Dr. Robotnik in the, oh, I saw that. In the, um, in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah. One, I don't know if that's live action or not. And then, and He'd it, be perfect for it, I think. It would. Really? Yeah, Robotnik is like just some great crazy. I don't even know if he he's actually fat. says much. He's just like he's fat. Yeah, which is weird. But I look, I'll Whoa. take Jim Carrey or whatever. But yeah. I bring it up because Jim Carrey's getting old too. Yeah, <sighs> man. Yeah, yeah it's, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Everybody's getting old. That's like, okay. We're 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 out. Not the zeitgeist anymore, guys. Like yeah. these Jonas Brothers and of the world are are what's going on in, in the world right now in K-pop and whatnot. Yeah, they're going to see some YouTube stars. <laughs> Uh, being in some big movies soon. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, well, actually, there's a, there's this one YouTube guy, or I guess he was a Vine star named uh, King King Batch. I like that. I like him a lot. He pops up in like little black shows and stuff here and there. I like okay. that. He's funny. So I've watched a whole slew of movies lately. Ooh, here, uh, run them down, Johnny. Run them down. Here you go. Oh, wait. Oh, so, so na- say the name, and then me and Bo will say if you liked it or if we will like it. Okay, go. Or if you even know of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Bird. Uh, Johnny liked it. I have not seen it, and I don't think I would like it. Uh, I would probably like it, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way to see it. I saw it on an airplane. I did not go out of my way to see it, and it was okay. 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 Incredibles two. Uh, Johnny loved it. It's amazing. I would love it. I would like it, and I believe everybody would too. I liked it, not as good as the first one, but I definitely liked the short uh, Pixar movie in front of it called uh, Bao, which is a Asian concept. Oh, hey, there you go. All right. It's about a bun, right? Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. Buns are, yeah. Buns are. Actually, uh, fun fact, a Vietnamese word for uh, a female with a kind of like a puffy face is a, a bun bow face. A bun bow face. Is that like, is that, is that okay <laughs> to say or is that like a, yeah. I don't know, it, mean uh, or just, eh, It might be a little mean. Okay. okay. What well, if you say a bun bow butt? Hey. Bow, bow, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Puffy and white. Third movie, <laughs> Tag. Um, oh hey! Uh, I want it to be funny, but it's not that funny. No, I think it is. I think it succeeds. Okay. Most of the funny moments are in the commercial, but oh, it's still good. Okay. It's still good, just not great. Okay. And the ending was actually uh, pretty good. Okay. Based on a true story, by the way. And I love it when true stories, true movies like this, show the actual clips of people, the real people afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> was one of the guys actually black? I forget. All right. The last movie. Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. Oh wow, you've been on you've been on it. Yeah. That was brand new. I've heard uh nothing but great things about it and I want it to be great. If it's better than Jurassic World, then I'm on board. That's not the hardest thing to yeah, do. That's a low yeah. bar, man. That's uh, a low bar. I thought Jurassic World was pretty good. Jurassic World was it was like it was fine as an action movie. I really did like that part where the guy was like he he grabbed his uh, daiquiri and ran uh, from Jimmy the, Buffett thing from the yeah. pterodactyl. Like <laughs> I thought that was cool. Uh, I th- okay, so I think that Johnny thought it was satisfying action, a big dumb movie. It's fine as long as you accept it's a big dumb movie. Uh, I thought you'd like it, uh, Lance. Is, uh, you're both spot on. <laughs> it's uh, I expected a big dumb movie, and I got a big dumb movie. I was a big dumb movie. I thought it was no. like, well, intelligent. No man, it <laughs> made you think. I did hear that they that they, they've they've 
there's a good bead on the technology to bring dinosaurs in the real world in like in the real world oh, yeah. oh you've seen like the the ted talks where the guy's trying to make a velociraptor out of a chicken yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's like four years old or something like that. <laughs> that was four years old oh. yeah i know they're he's like why why <laughs> find dinosaur dna when you can make one out of a chicken well, they say that's the closest ancestor, which you, you would think. like That'd be terrifying. Little it, chickens running around hunting me. I mean, <laughs> if you go around our neighborhood, you hear the birds, and the, you know that you have these large sand cranes that they. I don't know what they. No, they don't sound like that. They're like. Uh, they sound, I don't know. It's more like a machine gun kind of. That's pretty accurate. Like well, bird baka. Everybody you think that dies in Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom will die. Hopefully, that, hopefully that's not too much of a spoiler. Sounds to me like a mm-hmm. what's the name? Jerome doesn't make it. Oh, <laughs> anyone wearing a red shirt? Demarcus didn't <laughs> didn't make it all the way through. <laughs> so I've been um, writing down every single movie I've seen this year to have a good tally, so I can make my top ten list at the end of the year a little easier. Naturally. So yeah, how movie, many, yeah movie pass right? I have a movie pass. Yeah, okay. yeah. So how many movies? Uh, I also have <laughs> I also have movie pass stock, which is not the which <laughs> <laughs> is not the best. Is it not doing um, good? Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was right. actually it's a, horrible. It's a terrible idea. Like it's great for the consumer, but it's a terrible. Oh, it's horrible. For that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been losing. Well, money. I've heard that they, you know, they get like multiple people to use the same movie pass or something like that to get in there. Mm. They're trying to cut down on that, I think. Yeah. Like when they start, like they started making me like take pictures of my uh, stubs and, and scan it or whatever, and I was like, oh, you guys are getting robbed some type of way. Yeah, <laughs> to, like, yeah. You think this is gonna fix it? Yeah. <laughs> so, how many movies do you think I've seen this year? Okay, so we're halfway through the year, which yeah. is about 26 weeks. I think you have probably seen... 75, at least. Why are you counting Netflix? Yes, counting Netflix. Oh, my goodness. No, yeah. you, you have seen... Easily over over 150. <laughs> not, not 150. <laughs> I think you have seen 80 movies. Well, I'm guessing wow. it's, it's run. Okay, if you say 26 weeks, right, I'm guessing about five movies, at least five. <laughs> so it's, I'm going to go with five movies a week. Come minimum. on, guys. I have a life. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> two hundred. I'm gonna say two hundred. Cool, two hundred. <laughs> okay, so I so I say eighty. You say two hundred. So yeah. I, so the real answer is probably like one thirty. <laughs> wow, this answer is so <laughs> underwhelming. Now I have watched twenty nine movies. Oh. Yeah, you thought that's on the brag about? <laughs> so yeah, oh. one a week. One, one a week. There's more than one a week. That's but pretty good. I think I've. I think I, I might. I might be at around that number. <laughs> well, yeah, and then you add in the TV shows, of course, mm-hmm. which I'm not counting in this count. Okay. Yeah. So when you said the Netflix movies, like. Whoosh, numbered yeah that's, way that's, that's what i thought too so uh D- doug benson he's a host of a podcast called doug loves movies he talks about movies a lot mm-hmm. and he travels a lot because he's a comedian so he's on a plane watching movies a lot i think he was trying to watch a movie no it's a movie a day i was gonna say a movie a week but no it was a movie a day um in i think last year and i think he was on part to do it but he had to like catch up on the weekends i think so the 360 365 movies jesus yeah, yeah. Mm. So, that is that is well, <laughs> i just remember one i missed but uh, oh, so, 30 so, <laughs> 30 so oh, quickly though of the Netflix movies I watched what's the best one um, let's see in, in order in, so in order I watched them What Happened to Monday great movie go check it out it, yeah. How We First Met I like that one Cool Twist Ending yep. I like it Mute Oh So Terrible even though <laughs> Bo oh. loved it for the um, the moon reference yeah that's that's the only reason I'd probably watch the movie Wait, and I, I stopped watching it. it right after that and I said it's not getting any better than this Tyne starring Sam Worthington horrible Orbiter 9, what a great premise. Um, and then I saw that other one, the comedy one starring the workaholics dude. Oh, uh, like Building 56 or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. They're, they, yeah they, whatever. What's, what's it's, the premise? It's uh, um, Die Hard with the workaholics guy. 
Yeah, pretty much. Three guys working in a hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. And also that one. But uh, there was a, there was more than one in the work. There was, like, the whole Workaholics crew was there. Yeah. Oh, is that all of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, I don't know what movie only has the one guy in it. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, those other two guys are the Workaholics guys. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. He's not even my favorite, per se. I think I might like uh, the tall one the most. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's I don't know. Anders. Yeah, Anders. Anders, home Vic or so, something like that. One last thing in pop culture I'll mention is I um, was one of the uh, lemmings who bought the uh, Drake album that just came out. Ah, it just dropped the other day. Scorpion. I mean, lemming. <laughs> Everybody's buying it. So. Yeah. Um, I saw so, that he had like 150 songs and like uh, certified downloads. or whatever. Yeah. It's breaking records on Spotify and, uh, and, and Apple Music. So it's a, it's a double uh, disc album oh wow so it's got like whatever 25 tracks on it the which first is a, a, which is a real departure because like the last few hot albums like kanye was like seven tracks yeah. push your t was like seven tracks black thought was like seven tracks oh, wow. Nas was like seven tracks that's the like so, so with drake you're getting a good product at a good value i think so man the first album is more uh, rap heavy and the second album is more r&b soulful heavy which one you like more oh you know me <laughs> you know me I, don't know. I just want in the off chance <laughs> you know me man so yeah so i'm loving drake right now all good Oh, okay. So, good. Uh, is there a diss record on there by any chance? Is there a what? You're, you're familiar with the Drake uh, beef with Pusha T, are you not? Oh, no. no. Oh, really? That was the biggest thing. Bo, have you heard about the beef with Drake and Pusha T? No. <laughs> of course. Come on, The Bo. only beef that I know about is when I get from the supermarket. It's so funny, the worlds we live in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is sorry. the biggest thing in, for maybe three weeks. <laughs> I think people are talking about this album because this is his first um, acknowledgement that he has a son. Yeah, that's where it came out because Pusha T. Okay, so let me see. What's the order? He didn't acknowledge he has a son. He did. He does. Well, no, but now now he did. But he didn't. So let me give you the timeline on this and why it's a big deal. So I believe that. um, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Pusha T had on his on his album that was produced by Kanye West, which was a big deal because Kanye West went through his whole thing, and then this was the first album that like was new music that Kanye West had a hand in, and then it was really really well received, but on. Pusha T's album. Pusha T used to be in the, the rap group Clips. Grind, ding. Remember that song? Anyway, <laughs> so uh, so so Pusha T had a couple of bars on one of his songs where he said something about Drake. There's been a decade long beef between Pusha T and Drake, starting with like Pharrell and uh, starting with Lil Wayne like wearing yeah. bait clothing. It's it's all stupid. Okay, there wasn't like a Pharrell diss track on Happy or something <laughs> like that. And <laughs> I'm happy, Pusha T. I'm happy that you that you die. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's a long beef, and so Pusha T said some stuff about Drake. Drake then came back with a a full on diss track called uh, Duppy Freestyle, which uh, came back at Pusha T. And Drake, it was like, oh man, Drake, you know, got him. He, it was a good diss track yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Drake's a good diss, diss rapper. He's funny. He's a clever guy. But then Pusha T came back with like investigative journalism. <laughs> like he, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll raise you investigative journalism. So like, yeah, like so Pusha T was really meaning. He's like he, one of Drake's friends has like uh, some terminal disease, and he was like calling that guy out. He was like calling out the Ghost Riders, and then he said, "You are hiding a child." <laughs> like. So so Drake apparently has a child by some like ex porn star or whatever that nobody knew about, and then Pusha T like the world found out about this child on the disc record, and then Pusha T also found like a picture of Drake like in blackface. It was all it was all bad. Like he really went hard on him, and so now Drake's trying to. Say, I don't know what he said about the baby on the album, but he's trying to save face because he basically got outed for like hiding a child. <laughs> would you serve him at a restaurant, Drake? Yeah, sure. I got no beef with him. I would say that 
I don't know. I well, know. we don't know that he's not paying child support. He just hasn't, you know, acknowledged his child publicly. If we find out that he was like, a, I don't know, uh, not taking care of his child or whatever, maybe that's yeah. more of a problem. But from what, but I what know, if he was like, I got outed. I guess I have to take care of my kid. No. Yep. What is the difference? So Drake's a, Drake is a public figure, right? So there's a difference between like sending checks to this porn star in France or whatever versus like doing what DJ Khaled's doing and like putting your kid in all your songs and on your album covers and whatnot. <laughs> well, no, I mean there's a difference, but DJ Khaled. I don't. Know. Do you remember what he said about the son in the, in uh? I, I don't. We, I, I need to listen to it. We the best. Well, listen to it through the context of right. it was keeping it a secret, yeah. and then he got out it in a disc record. <laughs> so so he, I, I know he mentions his son twice on the album on two different tracks. Adonis. I, yeah. And so the funny thing is that I think uh, Drake was going to actually introduce the child to the world this year through like a collaboration with Adidas, and he was going to name his uh, clothing line after his son. Hmm. And so, like, uh, but when Pusha T outed them or whatever, I think that messed up the marketing. So Yeah, but, but, that's, but you shouldn't be outed for having a child. Well, if you're hiding it, and you had a child by a porn star, like Pusha T went hard on. He was like, "You clean, like he, he, you cleaned up your porn star." Like, he, he was like, "Look, look at who did he say?" So, so Drake said something about Pusha T's like a uh, wife or whatever. So then Pusha T was like, "Your your your dad never married your mother." And then who did you 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 want to talk about my fiance? Look at who you made your fiance. And then he was like talking about it because his, his baby's mom is a porn star. Yeah. So he was like, he was all mean about it. It was funny. It's a good song. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's about it. That's a, that's a great episode. Well, I do want to I do want to say that uh, so I haven't been watching too many movies and and so that but when I do go to bed I have uh, been into uh, and I don't know how many people out there play this um, choose your own adventure apps. Mm. So it's a choose your own adventure game, but an application. So it's uh, pretty enjoyable. It's, it's just a, a text based RPG. Is that the name of it? It's not like doesn't have a more specific name. It's called well, you can under the general the general genres text based RPGs. The one I'm playing is called Magium, and it's probably written for like twelve year olds, <laughs> but it's still fun. I remember that was like the first uh, computer games. That reminds me though. Okay, so Johnny, I need you for this one. Yep. So I'm playing the Telltale series Batman game on PlayStation right now. And it's really, really good. Really, I almost, I was almost gonna get that game. I like it a lot. Yeah. And okay, so I don't want to spoil it, but one of the things it's doing is, it's kind of going into the background of where the Wayne fortune comes from. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, without saying too much, it's shady. So Johnny, you're a pretty big Batman guy. It, has there ever been a storyline that we talked about where it was talked about like uh, the Wayne family fortune being? less than on the up and up i believe there is but i can't quit right now it might be it's like a frank it, miller sort of i think it's the the reboot they had a few years ago um with um what's his name snyder and uh, drawn by capullo it's wildly famous the uh, court of owls ah uh, okay so i think uh, that I does that. delve into the history of the uh of the Batman um, family. Well, if you like anymore. those Telltale games, this the Batman one is is one of the better ones. Hey. All right. Well, so thanks for listening to the Humato Show. Uh, we are uh, super happy that you are listening to us. <laughs> uh, please listen. Uh, please rate us five stars on iTunes or uh, on Stitcher if you can. Um, if you want to, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Humato Show. Uh, yeah, and we, we live to make great content for you guys. Let us know if you have anything you want to do. You can follow us on social media, uh, at Junto Show Pod on Twitter. 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you really know how to. You can see all this. You think yeah. I'm crazy here. <laughs> and, and we really do live for you. This is this is the peak of our life right here. I really enjoy it, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. This is this is a highlight of my life. I don't know about, of my week. Uh, of my day. Yeah. Of my yeah. day. <laughs> my life. <laughs> all right. So uh, until next time, uh, we'll, we'll be back then. I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. And I am Bo. Thanks for listening. Bye.